Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. We're back. We're back. Final play. Blitz package. Final blitz. Mikey Clutch. Justin Matthews. Had a great game seven last night. Finally. A close one in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. The finals are set. We got the Golden State Warriors going up against the Boston Celtics. Warriors had a nice, you know, they're going to have a nice little break here. I think. Steve Kerr said he gave him two straight days off to recoup, recover, uh, recover uh, after their game five uh, against the Mavs. So you know the Warriors, those old legs, they're definitely gonna need need that rest. Um, so we're we're gonna break down the game seven last night, get into some finals predictions and NFC East predictions or AFC East predictions for the NFL and. Yeah, some some headlines and some good news for some teams. Let's start with that game seven last night. Boston Celtics in Miami playing the number one seed in the East. That series was going back and forth. I don't think anybody won two straight games in that series. I, I think it was it flipped every single game. Celtics. No, the um, Miami did right. The uh, the Friday night one and the one before that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did lose two in a row, right? I think that, I think that was yeah, that was two in a row. Yeah, Unless I'm getting confused. Lead, that's right. They they had to lead two one, and I think the Celtics took it three two. You're right. Yeah. So Celtics stay undefeated after a loss, and the Celtics stay undefeated on the road in that series. Or damn no, did they? I don't know. It's too early. I'm still drinking my coffee. I, I, I still can't think right now. But uh, anyway, the Celtics, you know, get it done. Great game, of course, by Tatum. But Jimmy Butler on the other end tried to do everything he could to help Miami win. Plays all 48 minutes. Didn't sit out. And, you know, you definitely can't fault Jimmy for this series or for the loss in that game. Uh you know, from just his defense and his unbelievable offense that he was able to produce, even with that bum leg, not being able to get lift. And, you know, I don't – that's what I'm saying. Like, Jimmy just – I wish he was on a different team because I don't know what it is about Miami. They're not really a team that's, you know I, – I, it's funny. Like, everybody was bringing up the heat culture and making fun of the heat culture all week, which I, I didn't understand. Like, they're getting to the finals. With Eric Spolstra, you know, even without LeBron and D Wade and, and Chris Bosh, they're making it to the finals and making it to the conference finals. So, uh, he culture is a good culture. It looks like they they want to win championships, and and Jimmy even said so himself. Here's Jimmy last night after the game. We want to win just like everybody else. Everything we put into this game, day in and day out, uh, 
it's, it's, it's towards winning, and that's the only thing that we care about here in the Miami Heat organization. They want to win, and that's what they bring these guys in for. And you know Jimmy Heat he <coughs> seems like he's the ultimate competitor uh, when you look at it. And it's funny, like, out of everybody on the Heat team who, you know, Kyle Lowry, I'm glad we're not going to see any more flopping from Kyle Lowry the rest of the year. I, I'm just uh, – that was one of the reasons why I wanted Boston to win too. It's like once I started seeing Kyle Lowry flinch and, and flop every time he gets touched, like it, it was starting to get a little annoying. And it was funny because he'd flop and the rest would just let the game play on and he'd be looking up and yelling. It's like, dude, you do this every play. You're not going to get it called every single time you, you know, you flinch. So yeah. glad we're he, not gonna perfected it he perfected it, but it, it's, it's just bad. That, the rest yeah. weren't calling it by, by that point, but, yeah, I think what they've built in Miami with Eric Spolstra, you know, he's a competitive coach, but Jimmy Butler, a competitive guy. And, you know, you got guys like Udonis Haslam who, who've been in the league and, and know that heat organization in and out. And you just kind of bring guys in that, you, you know, want to compete for a title. And that's what you get. And nobody had this Miami team coming out of this series after, I, I believe, after the Celtics beat the Bucks, you know, everybody was like, oh, Celtics are going to win the series. So Miami taking it seven, all banged up, nobody really fully healthy. I mean, you can say that for all teams too, but um, for them to pull it out game seven and, and only lose by four and have a chance at the finals is something to, you know, give them props for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind Jimmy actually on the heat. I just uh, – they just needed some help. It's not as bad as, like, Luka with the Mavs, but um, they definitely just needed some help. Uh, you got P.J. Tucker with a goose egg in the game seven. You got uh, uh, injured Tyler Hero, who, who played, I think, maybe seven-ish, six minutes. Um, it was just bad, man. No, I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's just – it is what it is, man. They were still competitive. It was a great game to watch. Uh, just it just came up short at the end. Um, I see a lot of people going off last night about the uh, the what's his name, Max Strauss, the uh, three pointer that they that they took back, which I think is I think that's wrong in itself. Um, and then the fact that it was so late, like the call was so late, like they took it back a few minutes after, like. That was that was confusing. So I don't, I, ain't, I ain't never seen that before. Um, got that going on. Uh, like I said, man, it was a good game. Um, Boston controlled the first quarter. Um, after that, the second quarter, Jimmy Jimmy turned up and you know he started looking like uh, Jimmy. So they uh, they kept Boston kept getting up. Losing the uh, lead, you know, Miami fought. They fought so hard. It's just they was just – it's needed help, man. And I really thought heroes don't come back. Um, I was surprised that he didn't come back. Like you said, Jimmy played the whole game. Um, Kyle Lowry started off kind of slow. They missed a lot of free throws. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just – and at the end, they got to the very end. And you could tell that the Celtics just was trying not to lose the game, which is very dangerous. Um, and I mean, they, I think they caught a break with Jimmy missing that, 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 that three towards the end. But as far as that, I don't think that was a, if you look at it from like, and this is why I don't like going by numbers. If you look at it numbers wise, it's a terrible shot. 
if you if you just think about it basketball wise, it's a terrible shot. But you got to pay attention to like the flow of the game, the situation, because he hit that shot earlier in the game. And on top of that, um, yeah, we all know Jimmy's not the best three point shooter, but look at the situation. Yeah. He didn't want that game to go into overtime. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to end it right right then and there. And on top of that, if he hit that shot, we looking at him like, oh my God, you know, it's only it's only bad because he missed it. But I mean, you got uh Horford backpedaling, a big man. So I mean, you know, he got the space, he just he just missed it, man. So and and that's what you gotta live and that way. You know, you wanna when you go out there, you wanna give it your all and you know, try your hardest. But I mean, if you you, you gotta live and die with that shot. I don't feel it's the wrong shot. If you look at it from a pure basketball point, it's like uh, maybe he should have drove. I don't think he should have drove. I think it was – I think that was the right shot, especially for the moment and how he had been playing. You know, he was hot. Why not? He was the only one doing something. So, I mean, you know, he got the hot hand. I, I completely understand what the uh, – I completely understand the shot. I agree with the shot. And you just got to live and die with it. But Jimmy, they need to find him – I don't even want to say that they should. He, he need help, but it's not as bad as like Luca with the Mavs. Like they need to get somebody, cause Luca need help. They just wasn't healthy, and that's just how it goes sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that about uh, Milwaukee. You can't predict injuries. If Middleton was in, that game would have been totally different. The way that the Heat came back in that game, if Hero was in, I'm not. I don't know, but if, if, if Boston would have won that game, and, and I had Boston winning, so I mean, like I said, man, it's a, it's, it's a double edged sword. Yeah, it's easy to say he need help, but maybe they just got to get healthy, you know. Um, Victor Oladipo, he always injured. He came back later in the season. What? It, I mean, you know, can he get back to form if he if he played full season healthy? Um, if Tyler Hero stay healthy, I don't know where Duncan Robinson was at. Is he hurt or something? I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened with him. But I mean, PJ Tucker got to show up. They got a chance, man, and they got over this hump already. You know what I'm saying? So they got to the finals. They got the the. The uh, the experience they got the head coach they got the culture they got all of that so I mean hey it, it just wasn't the year man it's, it's 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 the Celtics year and that's just how it goes sometimes so gotta live and die with that shot but uh, nevertheless it was a good game and uh, congrats to Boston yeah I congrats to Boston but yeah to couple, bring up a couple of your points like obviously that shot by Jimmy even Spolster <laughs> said I'll play that clip in a minute here too like that was the shot I mean it would have it would have put a dagger in the hearts of, of, of Celtics fans and that stadium would have been so loud if he would have hit that. It, it just, it was the right shot. And in, uh, like I said, Jimmy played all 48 minutes. He doesn't want that going to overtime. I don't think he would have been right. able to produce on both ends of the floor. Like he had that whole game. If it went into overtime um, again, hero that hamstring um, or groin, was it groin or hamstring? It was one of the two that it was hurt, but in, I, in the in the I, I think I know Kyle Kyle, Kyle had the hamstring. I Kyle think, right? had the hamstring, and and, yeah. and you know even with all the flopping that was kind of annoying with Kyle Lowry, I did respect the fact that even in the post game he was asked about the hamstring. He's like, "Listen, I'm out there. I'm playing, so I'm not going to make an excuse about you know being hurt. Like I was out there. If if I wasn't out there, then all right, then you know probably something's wrong. But um, I'm just paraphrasing here, but uh. Yeah, I just think they they were banged up, and PJ Tucker, who who gives them you know quality minutes on the defensive side and can hit those corner threes, he got hurt in the game. He only played 17 minutes. You had Hero, who in warmups was wincing and holding mm -hmm. that groin 
so he was hurt. So you know he wasn't going to really be able to go full go. And to your Duncan Robinson point, I, he was just terrible this series. Uh, he he was seven for twenty three, I think, from mm. point ball. Um, he just wasn't hitting the shot. And then defensively, he he, he yeah, he was sixteen percent. Oh yeah, point line. Yeah, he he just he wasn't yeah. hitting shots, and then also he just defensively is a liability. Oh oh yeah, hundred percent. He was he wasn't necessarily being hunted, but when he was on the floor, he wasn't switching right. He he was in in the wrong position, and basically, I remember there was a play I think last game or two games ago. I'm sorry, and. He was just out of position. Him and Jimmy switched, and he didn't get to his guy and gave up a wide open three. So Duncan Robinson just—he was just—he wasn't there. Uh, it, it felt like this whole series on both ends of the floor. Um, and, and Miami, I just—they only had an eight-guy rotation last night, and that's with PJ Tucker and Hero not getting big minutes. So a lot of these guys played the whole game basically, and you know, Spolster wanted to put the best lineup out there. But yeah, they, they need somebody else. Listen, Bam Adebayo, he's got to be that second option. And for him to not really come through more than he gave is kind of alarming. You know, you, you think this guy, he dominated in in that finals run a couple years ago when they played the Lakers in the finals. And he was a huge part of their success. And, and granted, last night he showed up, right? He showed up last night. I mean, yeah, I, I don't got no, no, no is, smoke with them. But the for the entire series, like, listen, Jimmy had two. Oh, yeah, games, okay. But Jimmy, like, that was when he was really hurt, right? He, he right. wasn't able to stick it through for two games, and he he said so himself in, in that clip that I played earlier that he was, you know, he had, he if he didn't play like trash those two games, he said that was the series. If he he played better those two games, you know, the, the series probably would have ended up different. But bam. He really only had two games last night and game two um, when Jimmy went out. Or was it game two? Or I'm sorry. It was game three. It was game three where he had that 31-point game and, and was just dominating, and that's because Rob Williams was out. But he had another good game last night. I'll give him that. He, he really helped up Jimmy. I think it was midway through the third quarter. Him and Jimmy combined for uh, 62 points of uh, – 72 or something like that. It, it, they had a bunch of points. Or no, they had 48 of the 62 points midway through the third quarter. And, and that, that's them doing everything they can and uh, trying to kind of carry the load of the Miami Heat. But hats off to the Celtics. I, I'm, I'm glad they won. They were my finals prediction. Just I wanted this series because what the Golden State Warriors have been able to do is remarkable, you know, just being able to draft these guys and, and continually be there when everybody's yeah. healthy. I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, who knows? If they were really healthy the two years that they didn't even make the playoffs, who's to say they wouldn't have made the finals? Yeah. I mean, they've done it every time they're healthy. And obviously everybody's talking like, all right, what does, what does this mean about KD um, and those two championships? Because they're back without KD and basically replaced him with Andrew Wiggins and got there again 
without him. And, and Steph is, and, and everybody wants to finally put respect on on Steph's name and put him in the top ten. I had him in the top ten. Shoot, I, I almost have had him in the top five all time anyway, just based on oh, what. what? Like players? players, players of all time. I know top he doesn't. Have to have, listen, he wasn't fully in my top five list, but he was scratching the surface. Like he was already in my top ten, but people have him outside, which I didn't understand. Like, look at what he's been. He re-revolutionized the game with the three-point ball. He hits. He's the best shooter of all time, no doubt. Like he, he's proven that. But he's been uh, able to do with the Warriors consistently and yes katie i think because katie came and won those two championships it kind of put steph on the back burner because like oh well he had kd but really these guys were winning before katie got there that's what aggravates me steve kerr has only lost two series since becoming a head coach and both of those series were in the finals so he's 22 and 2 i think in his entire playoff career and those two came to the raptors and, and the Cavaliers in the finals. So that's another thing. Like, he oh. lost in and, and, and that Raptors series, remember, KD went out. I think Steph went out. Or no, Clay went out. So they kind of sucked. And, you know, of course, the Raptors it, won. But it, 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 it go both ways, though. Like, I could see, I don't think top, top, top five. Uh, I, think it's, I think that's. If we win this year, I'm putting him in the top five conversation. Uh, I got to see what he looked like. And then I can see an argument for a top ten, but also as far as, like, the rings and all of that, you got to look. I can see it from both sides. I can see your, your, your point, but at the same time, to be honest, and I was going for the Warriors the whole time. I, I'm not a LeBron fan. I don't necessarily consider myself a LeBron hater. I just don't like how much credit he get with certain things. I just don't like when we ignore facts, they won the first. They won that championship against the the, the Cavs. LeBron played amazing, and he didn't have no help. Kevin Love was gone. Kyrie was gone. If he had them, I, I'm not sure that the Warriors would have won that. Then they uh what they go up against LeBron in 2016. No KD. They they actually lose that. Then you get KD, and it's a watch the uh, next two times. All right, you gotta you gotta look at that. You gotta look at that mixed with Steph not having no Finals MVPs. You gotta, you know what I'm saying. So I could see that's what I'm saying. I could see it going both ways, and not to say that they, because because in in totality they did win without KD, but that was that one circumstance, and it was one time. I don't know if they could have. The way it's looking, I'm not sure that they could have did it without KD. But but I'm, I a, think I'm not sure KD could have did it without them either. I mean, they right, needed right. each other. So you're right. I could see. You know what I mean? I could see it from 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 both angles. So that's that's all. I think you know. But to my argument against that, I mean, look at Kobe. Kobe didn't win Finals MVP with Shaq because that was peak Shaq. Yeah, know? yeah. No, no, and, for sure. And, and to me. Kobe could have easily won it if Shaq wasn't there, I think. It, yeah. Same thing with Absolutely. Steph. Katie's not there, you know, so. I whoa, 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 Kobe could have won what? The championship without Shaq? I, yeah, I think he could have. Well, at least one one or two of those. I think so. I think so. Just like his voice, but we'll never know, right? We'll never know. That's fine. That's just that's me speculating. You know, that's no, just, no. 
That's just my I, I feel, I feel, I feel kind of similar about that one, hey, too, though. That's my opinion. I think they need each other, maybe. I don't know. I'm just I, saying I that's my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. But I, I, I don't think that's fair for some of these guys who don't win a finals. Like, I don't think it should be held against Steph that he has zero finals MVPs because, again, it's hard to win it. I mean, he had a phenomenal series himself. It's just KD was KD. And right. Right. he does have back-to-back MVPs. He does have – I think he was the first unanimous MVP and only unanimous MVP. So I think that – and he, he was on the best regular season team, made it to the finals, and obviously flew the 3-1 yeah. lead, which unfortunate. And that's right. probably the biggest black mark on his career. But, man, I don't know. People might hate it because these guys have been there so many times and people want to see parody and new teams in the finals. But, I love this is, but this is why I love both of these organizations in there because Danny Ainge was able to do before he left and in giving the Celtics credit and um, Brad Stevens credit, because I think Brad Stevens knew this team could be better but they need a better coach who they'll listen to and who can actually hold them accountable. And that's what Ime was able to do. Ime is a no-nonsense type coach. And Brad Stevens, listen, he took some bad Celtics and young Celtics to conference finals. And, and just, you know, look at what he did for IT. You know, Isaiah Thomas that year, um, he, he, these young guys, Tatum, you know, this is this was their fourth. It's Tatum, Smart, and Brown. This is their fourth conference finals that they made and they finally got to the finals like that they're young they, I, and this was a interesting set too out of so both teams zero finals games for the celtics on the whole roster nobody's been to the finals and has zero experience and then on the warriors side 143 games of experience in the finals so that's a huge disparity like that that wow but this is what i love they all they both organizations built from the draft and, and smart trades. I mean, Derek mm-hmm. White, you know, you gave, I think they gave up a first for Derek White, and then you also gave up Kemba Walker and a first for Al Horford. But I think it was a blessing to skies that Al Horford barely played in OKC that last year when they got him, so he was fresh. And Al Horford, I mean, this is his first finals experience. He, he had the longest streak, I think it was 140 series. Um, 141 playoff games before making the finals, uh, most in NBA history, and now he's in there. I'm happy for him, but I guess we can kind of get into our predictions for the finals. I just hope it goes seven. I really don't know who's going to win because, again, I've been saying last series, this series, Robert Williams is the X factor, but now he's got some days to get more rest, and it's not just a day in between games. Um, What's your gut feeling? My gut is saying Boston. I I just I think really? the, I think the, even though these are the top, both are one and two in defense, Boston number one and, and Warriors number two. But I think Boston just I think they have more. I think they're better defensively and have better scorers because Pool can be hunted. Curry, I think you can have. Marcus Smart on him and, and kind of hold him a bay, but you got Brown. Like who? These guys are a little younger. I, I think, and they don't. I don't know. I, I, I just have to. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, racking my brain around it. 
you know, yeah. we're doing this. Now, but my gut, I mean, actually, my gut's telling me Golden State, but my brain is trying to tell me the Celtics. I, I just, I don't know if I could, I, I'm taking, I'm cop, kind of taking a cop. I, I can't really pick a team. Mm, you need I, to pick. This is honestly, I think this is the series because, like, I this I had both of these making it, and you know, early on before the playoffs started, I, I did take the Celtics to win it all because I wasn't really sold on Golden State. But Golden State again, they've only lost uh, four games this playoffs, which is kind of nuts. Um, and just when I and I think they actually had the toughest road. People don't think that the Mavs were that big of a problem, but they were. Like I thought they were a matchup problem. It's just they couldn't hit wide open shots. I think that series would have been different if they hit shots. And they played the Grizzlies, who I think were better, probably the best team in this playoffs, to be honest. That you know, if it Jaw didn't go down, I think we we could have possibly seen the Grizzlies in, in the finals here. Cause I thought they were better than the Suns. I thought they were better than the Warriors. Um, but the Warriors are here. I think just based on their experience, they're going to be able to get this thing done, though. I guess that's my final pick, Warriors in seven. There. That's my long answer of <laughs> figuring it out. <laughs> um, listen, man, if the, if the Grizzlies were the best team, they will be in the finals right now. Uh, from yeah, what I'm we've seen, I mean, uh, if, if – They've been even better without Ja from 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 what we've seen all season, even into these these playoffs. Yeah, but Ja's scoring was huge for them. Man, he was averaging like thirty five points a game. I mean, come on now. Man, if they was the best team, they'll be here, bro. But look, I ain't gonna take the cop out like Mikey. You know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm throw it out there. Hey, I got I I got to my answer. I gave you my answer. <laughs> Golden State, Golden State, gonna win it all. Um, I've had Golden State. You know what? This one I chose Golden State early in the season. Not to pat myself on the back, but early in the season when they went on that, they had a fantastic run. It was the point in the season they was they looked fantastic. Draymond was healthy. Um, I think this this was before Clay. I think, mm-hmm. I, think this, I think I think it was before Clay. They 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 went on a fantastic run, man. They looked real nice. Phoenix was looking real nice. It was real early in the season. I said, oh. They got it. And then everything happened. Um, When I say everything happened, I mean, um, you know, Draymond got hurt. Then Clay started to come back, and he was kind of easing his way back. And this one, Chris Paul was looking like the point guard all season. And, you know, we were still up at this before the trade with uh, Ben Simmons and all of that. We still had them kind of trying to figure that out. That was big hoopla. But I had chose the Warriors all the way back then. At this point, knowing what I know now, seeing everything, I can honestly say Boston has surprised me. Um, I, I, I betted for them to get – I thought I had Brooklyn Nets beating them. KD did not look like KD. I don't know how many times I'm, I'm saying I was very shocked by that. I'm, I, I couldn't believe they didn't get one game. Credit to the Celtics. Giannis did not look like Giannis. Credit to the Celtics. This series – I knew better. I learned from my mistakes. I said, okay, Boston got this series. They're going to beat Miami. And now that they've gotten past Miami, you look at them going up against this Golden State team, I'm going to chalk it up to, as I've always said before, 
um, you gotta, uh, what's it called? Um, it's just that pedigree, man. That that uh, championship experience that the Warriors got. It's that it's that it's that, it's that pedigree. Um, Ime is amazing as he is. He is a first year head coach. This is the first time the Celtics, you know, that they they been to all of these conference finals. They ain't get to the NBA finals. They here at the NBA finals. You know, they're young. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just, this is just a lot to, I ain't going to say a lot for them to digest, but basically this is their first time experiencing it. And I think experience is one of life's best teachers. So you got this whole experience thing going on, right? Then you got to look at um, the matchups, which I'm not going to lie. I don't. I ain't going to even necessarily say it favors the Warriors because you got these two big two-way wings. And I'm worried about how Golden State is going to defend that. I mean, because, you know, yeah, you got Draymond, but what about if you got um, Poole and uh, Curry out there at the same time? I mean, Jason Tatum, he's going to be matched up with, with, with uh, one of them. And, and neither one of them stopping him on the uh, defensive end of the ball. So that's what I'm worried about with them. Um, this is really, like you said, this, this is the matchup that we that we, that we we wanted. We got the number one defense and uh, all this firepower from the uh, Golden State Warriors that we've seen. So I think, uh, yeah, man, I just pretty much feel like, you know, Golden State, they've been there, they've done that, and you can't chalk it all up to that. But another thing is they're more healthy than the Celtics as well. Um, they had a few, they had a couple of extra days off and that can go either way as, as well. You know, Celtics may be feeling it. They're going, they're going, they're going to get their rest. They're going to get to come back Thursday. But, uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I got that Golden State doing it, man. I think Golden State ready for this. And, uh, I think this may be the series that Steph Curry gets to, I was going to say, I mean, if, look, if, if, if Steph win and he's the finals MVP, it definitely enhances his his legacy. It's, it's, it's moving him up, like you said. You just kind of ran. Yeah. This will be his fourth title. Do you think that puts him in top ten officially, like for sure, top ten? For sure. Okay, good. Yes, yes right. for sure. I think that, and, and you know what else, Mikey? I think even if, let's say, they lose, I ain't going to say if they lose. Suppose they win and he don't get the Finals MVP. I don't think it does much to discredit his legacy. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's more, it's a, it's, it's a way to say this. If they win, it enhances his legacy. I don't think it really does nothing if he if he wins and he don't win the uh, finals MVP. I don't think that's like a big knock. Like, oh, man, he just never got the finals MVP. You know what I'm saying? I think he's still, just because what you said, back-to-back -back MVPs, unanimous MVP. He got three rings. I mean, hell, if he win, he have four rings now. But three of them against LeBron, no matter how you want to look at it. You know what I mean? It's just little things. That's stuff that we, you know, little stuff get lost in between history. We're not going to remember, oh, he was never a finals MVP. Maybe if it, if, if it come down to a specific player, if you're trying to really compare him to Jordan or LeBron or somebody, or you're trying to, you know, debate him, well, he if it's player versus player. But in the grand scheme of things, we ain't going to remember that. We're going to remember, look. He got four rings. He was unanimous MVP. You know what I'm saying? He changed the game with his shooting, all of that. So I got to go to state. Yeah. I I won't be – like I said, I won't be mad for whoever wins it. Um, when was the first title? It was 2015. 20, yes. It was 2014. To, yeah, 20, all right. So 15. 
in right. those finals, right? He didn't yes, win MVP. Did. But he he averaged 26, 6, 6.3 assists, 5.2 rebounds. Uh, he was shooting 40% from the three-point line and 45% field goal percentage. So, I mean, like some other years, that, that's a finals MVP, but it was just Iguodala, you know, did so much on the defensive end. Against LeBron, and yeah. So, and it, it was just like Iguodala's best performance ever. So, it, it's just, he kind of got – it's he's just kind of getting unlucky. And Yeah, I agree. I could, I could see this happening again. Just watch out. I think I predicted this, or I, I gave a bold prediction I don't a couple think so. shows ago where I said my dark horse MVP for the finals is Andrew Wiggins. Just like mm. somebody who might catch fire and, and do so well because, listen, they're going to be focused on Curry and, and Thompson. And, you know, Wiggins is going to probably draw some good matchups uh, defensively. So, and, right. he, he, and he's a better two-way player uh, as far as defense, right? So I can see him have a huge impact on whether it be Tatum or Brown. Yeah, you're right. And them like what he was doing with Lucas. So um, he's my dark horse. So I can see like just a guy having the best series of his life and Steph sitting there probably still going to average 27, 28 points per game and six assists. And, and like just falling short of the MVP, but I'm glad he got the first. What is it, the inaugural uh, Magic Johnson MVP award? Glad he got that for the Western Conference, and it was cool to see Tatum uh, get the Larry Bird. Like I, that's another reason why I was hoping. I was like, man, the first year this is introduced, it goes to a Celtic. That was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it was. But listen, I, I love franch winning franchises playing each other. I hope we get this finals matchup honestly for the next two three years. I think Golden State. What? Yeah, I want to see the same teams two, three. No, absolutely not. One and done. But that makes it. I don't know. For me, as a fan, I'm not really all for parity. If it's a winning franchise, winning organization, I just I like like with with the Patriots. I loved seeing them in the Super Bowl. Um, it, it was just you don't you don't really see, and it's. I don't watch hockey as much, but I know the Tampa Bay Lightning, they've won the last two championships. In hockey, it's hard to repeat. And they're in the conference finals again in hockey. And it's just fun to see these teams. Like, how long can they be dominant for? And and I think Golden State's going to be here. And for how young the core <laughs> of the Celtics are, I mean, Marcus Smart's 28. Tatum and Brown are 25, 24. And you got these guys like Rob Williams and Grant Williams who are, who are young, just as young as well. So, and then the young warriors with Moody and Kaminga and Poole who are under 25 and, you know, Kaminga and Moody are 19. So we could potentially see these guys get better each year. And, and obviously the vets for the Golden State Warriors, like we could see these two, because they're only going to get better, these players. And I just think it would be kind of cool to see how this plays out the next few years if these teams stay healthy. But, yeah, that's just my two two cents on it. Um, moving over, we got – well, we, we could touch on this real quick. Lakers finally find their head coach. The assistant from the Bucks gets hired finally. But I, I think this was out of the three coaches that they were – <laughs> looking at, I think uh, it was 
the best option. I, I didn't I didn't want stats. Uh, but yeah. Ham is the head coach for the Lakers now. We'll see what happens there. But if they can't stay healthy and get off of Russ's contract and get somewhat younger on the roster, I don't think it's going to work out. But um, LeBron approved of the hire. So that's got to mean something. But, yeah, I just I think the West, with how, how deep it's going to be next year, and let's see what Dallas can do. Um, it's going to be a tough situation, but I, it just it, it depends on AD's health. If they can stay healthy, then they have a chance at doing something in the playoffs. But I, I just, as currently constructed, they're not going to be able to – I don't think they'll make the playoffs because even when AD was out there, they didn't really win much. So we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Um, Yeah, I mean, congratulations, Lakers. Um, I'm happy that they got a minority coach. It don't change nothing. I mean, uh, the NFL need to borrow some of these damn uh, black head coaches from the uh, NBA. <laughs> I love Adam Silver. <laughs> but, um, no, man, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's the best, like you said, I think that was the best option from what they ch- was choosing from. Um, I don't know much about him other than I know he played in Detroit. Um, I know he wasn't scoring none. He was like a pro player. I don't you know, Darvin him, whatever. But uh, it's like he about business, so we're going to see. But, uh, yeah, like you said, the elephant in the room, y'all got to do something because ain't no way that they finna win a championship, especially with these West teams coming. Like you said, Kamunga and them, they, man, they they, they, they Wiseman. Warriors don't even got Wiseman. Right. Yeah, I forgot. They won't get better. Uh, you know, you got Memphis coming. They ain't fearing nobody. Zion and the, and the Pelicans, man. Oh, yeah. Like you said, but imagine if he would have played. Man, bro. So I mean, so the West getting better. Kawhi, Kawhi, and uh, Paul, Paul, uh, Paul George next yeah, year. Don't let all Dallas need is one more piece. You already know how I feel about them. So I mean, the West ain't going nowhere. They need to do something. I don't know. It may sound crazy. I don't know. Maybe you got to shut LeBron off and try to get competitive or something. I don't know. But they back themselves into a corner. So this one head coach hire, I, like I said, I'm Frank 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 Vogel, not even necessarily. The problem to me, to be honest, I mean, I, he just was the, the, the scapegoat. I don't think changing the head coach do too much. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. But, uh, you know, uh, nice, 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 nice pickup for the situation. So, But they need to figure out what they're going to do with Westbrook con- uh, contract and uh, what's going on with that. So, we'll see. Yeah, they definitely got to trade trade them somewhere. Um, but They should. Yeah. All right, switching gears to the NFL. We got to get our AFC East predictions. Yes, now, sir. Buffalo, obviously, we know, finished first last year. Had a chance to go to the AFC Championship. Lost in that shootout against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, then we had the Patriots, rookie Mac Jones at quarterback. They finished second in the division. Miami, who had, you know, finished the prior, you know, the season before, second in that division, just missing the playoffs at 10-7, and seven, or, uh, sorry, 10-6. and six. You know, they, they miss out this year, or last year, and then obviously the Jets finishing in fourth. Man, I, uh, yeah, this division, 
I really like what the Dolphins did and the Jets did. And I don't really like what the Patriots did. I mean, they couldn't really do much because they spent all that money last year. They got, you know, coaching changes, huge coaching changes. I mean, Josh McDaniels isn't going to be there anymore. Run that offense. They don't even know who the hell their offense coordinator is. They got Joe Judge, who was a special teams guy, went to New York to be a head coach, comes back, and he's just helping out Daniel Jones and uh, or Mac Jones, I'm sorry, uh, in that offense. So I, I, I don't know. I think the Patriots are going to be worse this year. Uh, but I think starting with Buffalo, they're obviously going to be the team to beat. Even with Brian Dable being gone, I can see the offense kind of taking a little dip. But we'll see. What uh, What do you think about the Bills? Um, I think that the Buffalo Bills will absolutely win this division. I think I can see them taking a step back. Uh, I mean, regardless, they're going to win the division, but I could see a few reasons why they would take the step back. Obviously, the loss of Brian Dable. But I also think, like, you know, pieces like Cole Beasley, I like, I like those guys, man. I like Cole Beasley. I know he was getting old, but I, I like Emmanuel Sanders. But they they still got, um, you know, they got a Taylor Gabriel, who we saw snap in that, in that AFC uh conference championship last last year so they still got him they still obviously got stefan Diggs, a top five receiver in the league maybe even top three um and they added somebody somebody important um they added two good guys they added uh jameson crowder from the jets who that's what i'm thinking of crowder i was gonna say Corey davis <laughs> jameson crowder right crowder who man he that last year in the Jets, I mean, he didn't really perform well. But with Sam Darnold, he was their best receiver. And Sam Darnold, was, he, he was catching everything. He, he was he had one of his best seasons, and he's got a better quarterback throwing to him. And then they also got O.J. Howard. So, to him, yeah. for him yeah. to play, which he's only 27. It feels like he's been in the league forever. But um, O.J. Mm -hmm. Howard and, and, and Dawson Knox on both ends. Yeah. So, they got better. And then, obviously, dra drafting James Cook, brother of yep. uh, Dalvin Cook, who – it was funny though. All those memes going around. He doesn't look happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he got drafted and all that, but no, I think this offense is still gonna produce, and yeah, I think there's still gonna be a problem. Um, their schedule, obviously, playing another first place schedule, but we're gonna get them against the Chiefs again, which that's gonna be fun. It's uh, not gonna be as exciting without Terry Hill, though, man. I mean, we'll see what. They look like with all those weapons, the Chiefs, but yeah. Yeah, but they open up Thursday night in L.A. First week of the season. Um, then they they go to Tennessee. Or no, they, they play Tennessee at home. Monday night football. So they got two primetime matchups. And that's a nice little uh, break. Thursday night to Monday night. Um, I don't know. I I think this is going to be Buffalo's year uh, as far as potentially getting to the Super Bowl finally. Um, they I, win the so. Yeah, they definitely win in their division. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say they're going to go 13-4. and 13-4. Um, 
So, like I said, they open up in L.A., they play Tennessee at home. Then they go to Miami, which we know Josh Allen against the Dolphins. He, he dominates, and they blow him out. I think the average margin of victory is like 23-point-something points. Um, but then they go to Baltimore, which I think that's going to be their a tough matchup. You know how high we are on Baltimore this year. Um, I, I love what they did in the draft and what they did in the offseason. They signed some good pieces. Uh, then they're, they're home against Pittsburgh and then at Kansas City before they're by which that, that's going to be fun week six in Kansas City. We get that rematch of, you know, the divisional round. Yeah. Uh, bye week, and then they're home against Green Bay, which I think they're going to be able to handle Green Bay pretty easy. Uh, then at New York, home Minnesota, home Cleveland, at Detroit, at New England. Home against New York week 14. Week 15, home against the Dolphins, then at Chicago. Then they finish up their last two games, Monday night, Cincinnati, and then home against New England. So, like I said, I think they're going to go, what did I say, 14 and 3? 13 and 4. 13 and 4. Yeah, I think that's good. They're they're probably going to win the division. What do you think? Yeah, they won a division easy. Um, They're the most poised in that division. So, uh to be successful, by the way. I mean, you know, they got the most experience. Um, you got two second year guys in that division, and Tua is left to be, you know, we'll see what he does with these new weapons. No more excuses after this year. So put up or shut up. But uh yeah, we'll see. I got yeah, I easily the Bills winning this. Yeah, I'm surprised. They uh their schedule's pretty easy. I mean I mean, on paper, at least. I don't really see – they, they kind of got lucky with the draw. I mean, they play the AFC West – or no, I'm sorry, the AFC uh, North, and then they play the NFC North. So, you know, Green Bay we know is a, little, a lot weaker on defense and no Devontae Adams on offense. You got the Minnesota Vikings, who I think are going to be a little friskier this year than they were last year. I mean, they what, they, they – what was it, 16 of the 18 games or 17 of the 18 games were one-possession games? So, I mean, Minnesota, a lot of those games, you know, those are 50-50 games. If they go the other way, they could have made the playoffs. They always beat Green Bay. You know, they always split that series. But I think that'll out of that out of the North, NFC, I think that's going to be their toughest opponent. But it's at home. So I think they'll be able to take care of business. But, yeah, like I'm looking at their hard games. I think it's – Week one, Rams, Baltimore, week four, Kansas City, week six. And then, like I said, maybe Minnesota, week 10. And then, uh, well, you got Cleveland, week 11, which – Who are we talking about? The Bills. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to go through their games that I think are going to be tough. Um, but, yeah, you got Cleveland with Watson back in a week 11. And then, really, their next game I don't think is – until week 17, which is at Cincy on Monday night. So, like, six games that on paper are going to be tough and the rest are winnable games, I, man, like, that, you, you think they're going to split the, the tough games, right? So, they have a good chance to really run the table for the AFC and, and put them themselves in good position to take the number one seed and get home, home field advantage. Yeah. Um. I think uh, after that, I think uh, who you got coming in number two? I got 
the uh, Dolphins as the I think they come in number two. I think Tua. Like I mean, obviously he's a he's a he's a question mark, but mm-hmm. you got all of these weapons, you got all of these pieces, and not only are they good pieces, they good speed guys too. So got a lot of speed on that field. Um, Tyreek Hill says he's confident into his arm. Mm-hmm. Got Teron Armstead to help bolster that that O line. So division wise, I think they can outlast the Jets, even though the Jets made they won the the uh, draft. They still got a second year quarterback. You know, and uh, that's going to take time to jail. Second year head coach as well. Mm-hmm. The Jets, still the Jets. Um, <laughs> right. Even with a nice piece. So it's going to take time. And then, you know, you don't want to count against, you know, count Bill out. But, uh, you know, times, you know, the, like you said, we're not impressed with their moves necessarily. They need to be trying to trying to get OBJ. They get OBJ, then um, we, could, we could, you know, see what happens. But, you know, he ain't going to probably be healthy to start the season. And then you lost J.C. Jackson and, and didn't replace him. So, yeah. come on, Wizard Bill. Let's see what you do. So, I mean, you know, I got Miami coming in number two. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm put some respect on Tua's name. And I'm going I'm to I'm bet that he uh, – if not – if he ain't elite, I don't think he's going to make the jump from now to elite. But I think he could be a feasible NFL quarterback. We'll see. I got faith in him. With all, of those, with all that talent, I got faith in him. So, I think they come in number two. Yeah, it's, it's weird uh, to his career so far, right? Like, he – rookie year gets thrown in and out of the lineup and even in and out of games for Ryan mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, which – That was terrible. Some of the – which – but they won some of those games. So, I couldn't really hate on um, Flores for doing that because – Tua wasn't playing well in those games. You put Fitz Magic in, and look at what happened. You know they ended up pulling some of those out, and yeah. So Tua's record, I mean, as a starter, he's thirteen and eight, but some of that skewed because you know he was in and out in some of those games. He was down, and, and Fitz Magic came in, but he's accurate. Listen, he completes sixty-six percent of his passes. He, he completed last year sixty-eight percent. So he gets his guys the ball. He may not take those deep shots. Um, but I think he's got better players with him now. Uh, right. They built this offense for it to work around, and it's an offense of speed. I mean, you, you brought in Mostert, like you, like you said, you traded for Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Waddle, who's a speedster. I mean, these guys can burn it, and you know, with Mike McDaniel coming over from the Niners, this offense is going to look a lot different than it did the, the previous two seasons. So it's a lot of movement, a lot of motion. And getting guys in an open space, so I think that's going to help Tua out. And I'm with you. I think they're going to finish second in the division. This division, I think they're going to go. I'll, I'll, I'll say 11 and six uh, with with their schedule. They open up versus New England at home, uh, usually, and which means it's going to be the hottest. Uh, and New England doesn't perform very well uh, going down south ever in Miami, even when Brady was there. So. Uh, it's the, the thing is, their schedule is brutal. They have a brutal schedule. Um, so they open up against New England. Then they're at Baltimore. Home against Buffalo. Week four at Cincinnati on Thursday night. Then <clears throat> they got at New York. But then they're home against Minnesota. At uh, which New York? Uh, the Jets, sorry. At the Jets. So that, that 
that should be a win with them still kind of then week six home against minnesota week seven home against pittsburgh at detroit at chicago week nine home against cleveland week 10 then they get a bye then after their bye they have an easier game against houston week 12 but 13 at san francisco week 14 at los angeles chargers Week 15 at Buffalo. Mm. So that's three straight mm. road games. That's going to be rough. When it's good. Sorry. That, I mean, the, all three on the road and, and two West Coast, and you got to go all the way to the East Coast. Um, that's a lot of travel, a lot of time. So that's going to be a rough three-game patch. And then they, they're home against Green Bay uh, week 16. So four games against, yeah. I mean, obviously Chargers didn't make playoffs last year, but these are – teams that were in the playoffs or playoff hunt in, in the final week and got other than green bay i think that could actually be one that they win um because green bay in december you know is going to be cold and then they're going to have to travel south to miami so that that might actually be help out the dolphins after that road trip uh but uh yeah it, it's just that's a rough four game stretch against the talented you know teams that they're going to be going up against and those quarterbacks are way better than the quarterback they got now maybe not the Niners because again don't know if Trey Lance is going to be starting or Jimmy's going to be on the team with that shoulder but I think once his shoulder heals up they're going to trade him to somebody but I don't know that's going to be a tough stretch you know I might put them at 10 and 7 again this year yeah it sounds like it start off rough and get a little light midway through and then it end off like you said rough so uh yeah i mean i don't got schedule in front of me but i can see that um i'm not sure if they play off team just because how tough the afc is in general yeah but they can absolutely we'll see what they look like to if, if if two will step up they got a real shot to make some noise um number three i'm gonna go uh the patriots and I'm gonna go to Patriots because that's purely off me putting Bill respect. On. Yep. And uh Mac Jones. I think I think you know they can have some of that mild success that they had uh last year on the on the offensive side of the ball, even though they didn't do they didn't make any moves. Um maybe they bring in Julio and they, you know, that'll make me feel more comfortable. But uh I think they can have some of that mild success. And I'm not until I gotta see it. I'm I, like I said, I know the Jets want to draft. I can't. I'm not. I'm not putting the New York Jets over over Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I'm just not gonna do it. Um, I gotta see it. So with that being said, like I said, they got their obstacles. Talking about the uh, Jets, but uh, yeah, I got I got Bill coming in at three. They are not a playoff team. I'm not claiming that. I don't think it's uh, feasible this year. I think it's too many uh, teams that are in better situations. Even though they they probably got the best coach, it's only so much he could do. I mean, you know, if you had a, the greatest game plan, but if you can't, they can't execute it, then, and it's not that I don't have the faith in Mac Jones. I think he just need help, man. He need downfield targets. He need more threats. Maybe those guys step up, Jacoby Myers and, um, you know, those guys. I can't never name multiple receivers on the Patriots. Right. I can only, only one of them just pop up randomly. Today is Jacoby Myers. I can't, uh, uh, Nikhil Harry, damn, I got two. Yeah. Uh, so, so they need to, uh, yeah, man, they need to show some progress and they need to step up. So we'll see. Yeah, I got them in third, same as you in that division. Um, 
They open up at Miami week one. Week two at Pittsburgh, then they're home against Baltimore. At Green Bay week four, home against Detroit. At Cleveland week six, home against Chicago Monday Night Football week seven. At the Jets, home against Indy week nine, and then they got their bye week week at 10. Uh, after the bye, they're home against the Jets. At Minnesota Thursday Night Football week 12. At Buffalo Thursday night football week 13 at Arizona, or I'm sorry, they're home against Buffalo week 13 on Thursday night, but then they're at Arizona Monday night football, which probably catching Arizona at the end of the year is probably better for them. Um, and then you finish up with, with, with uh, D-Hop? Uh, D-Hop might be back, yeah. But usually, I don't know, that offense gets very predictable at the end of the season. Kyler's not Kyler usually by the end, end of the season and last half. I don't know what it is. Cliff Kingsbury's offense, I don't know, but they always take a huge dip after the midpoint of the season. But uh, last four games, they finish up uh, at Vegas, home Cincy, home Miami, and then at Buffalo week 18 to end the season. <sighs> yeah, man, I'm with you. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to finish third in the division, and I have them going eight and nine, seven and ten. Something um, like that. Yep. Yeah, I just – I don't think they're going to be able to recreate what they did last year. Just too many moving pieces on that team yep. uh, and for that coaching staff. They lost Dante Hightower too, man. Like, yep. I, I always thought he was pretty underrated. Like, big hitter. I, I love Dante Hightower. So, yeah, they just – they didn't they didn't add enough, and they lost some pieces. So, yeah, that's definitely not it. All right, moving over to the team that we think is going to finish last. And that is the New York Jets. But like you said, really love their draft. Love what they were able to do. They, they won four games last year. Damn, that's an oh, that's bad. Right, but. Was one of them the Mike White uh, when he snapped? I think they lost that game, didn't they? Or did no, they, they win had Mike. They had Mike White. No, I'm, I'm saying, was one of those wins from him? Yeah, they, they beat Cincinnati week eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. he, he snapped. Uh, yeah. Like 400 yards or something. 400 yards. Yeah, 405 <laughs> yards he had. Um, Damn. And they only beat him by a field goal. But, uh, yeah, like this team, I don't know, man. I I, I think they'll win a couple more games. Um, but they open up. I mean, their, their, their schedule is pretty brutal, too, to be honest. Yeah, let me the schedule. Um, so week one, home against Baltimore. At Cleveland, which probably without Deshaun and who knows. I don't think Baker's going to play for the Browns, but do yeah. they, is this why they're not trading him? Do they want to keep him on the roster? Because if Watson gets suspended, no. they want to have him on the roster to at least play. No, no, it's no way. He, I mean, because that's why you got Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Um, who's the backup? Is, is it uh, – what's the – Are you sure? Ain't that who they picked up? They picked up somebody. Oh, they did pick up. They got Joshua Dobbs and Kobe Brissett. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why you got uh, Brissett. It ain't no way uh, he playing for them. I don't. I just don't don't uh, think it's a market for him. To be honest, like who 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 want Baker Mayfield right now? I'm sorry, but I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Geno Smith and uh, Drew Lock. I think he's Seattle should have. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, there's plenty of teams. I think he'd be better off in Pittsburgh. I think me and you both made that argument uh, when. Their trade rumors for Deshaun popped up. I, I thought if they release him 
or cut him. I thought Pittsburgh would have been a spot, but obviously they picked Pickett in, in the draft, so that's probably not going to happen. Um, I don't I know. There, that, there's plenty of teams. I mean, Detroit, I'd rather have him than Jared Goff, you know, a fully yeah, healthy baby with, with that shoulder. Uh, there's plenty of teams I think that he'd be better off on. Um, I, I agree, Mikey. Change my mind. You are. It, it is. It is a few teams. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why they ain't trading for him then. I just. I don't I, know. I, I don't a lot of those teams are, are, are tanking. That, that that could be it too. Be, I mean, yeah, everybody can't can't get a Bryce Young, but maybe it's somebody that they in coming out. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Maybe they see a guy two years off and they like, okay, well. Let's just stank it up and just build the pieces around, and then you know, if it, I, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I think the Giants doing it for real. I think that's they go them, and the, and the, and, the, and the, I think the Giants and the Texans are really sold on uh, the yeah. Russian. But oh, my bad. Yeah, because that's another thing too. Why wouldn't the Texans want Baker in that deal with uh, Watson? That's that's what I was surprised. I'm surprised that didn't happen. But. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, and, and then honestly, speaking of the Giants, I'd much rather have Baker than Daniel Jones for sure. You know how I feel about Daniel Jones. I, I think yeah. that would be a better chance for Brian Dable in that offense to do something. But obviously, the, the mobility of Daniel Jones is better than Baker Mayfield. So that's probably why you go there. But I, I just I like Baker's arm way more than Daniel Jones and the accuracy. But anyway, back to the Jets. So, like I said, at Cleveland, week two, that's probably going to be without Deshaun. And you got week three, home against Cincy. At Pittsburgh, week four. Home Miami, week five. At Green Bay, week six. At Denver, with Mr. Unlimited himself, Russell Wilson. Uh, week eight, home against New England. Week nine, home against Buffalo. So, I mean, those are some tough teams, right? Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincy. Um I mean, even Pittsburgh, and then obviously your division, Miami, Green Bay, Denver, New England, Buffalo. I mean, that's rough. That is rough. They could potentially be 0-9, but I I think they win one or two in in that span. I completely agree. I was going to say one or two, maybe. Yeah, one or two. (laughs) They got their bye week 10. They come out of their bye, visit New England week 11, home against Chicago, at Minnesota, at Buffalo week 14, home against Detroit, home against Jacksonville Thursday night football, which, yikes, really? That's going to be a Thursday night football game, Jets and Jags. Um, and then to finish out the season, 17 and 18, you got at Seattle, at Miami. So, I mean, the last half of their schedule is a lot easier um, than the first half, but it's still pretty tough. So, I mean, I, I got them winning five, six games this year. I think they – I'll say four or five. I think they tied it. If they don't tie their total from last year, I'd probably give them one more game. I'm just – and I could be wrong. You know, they could take – Zach Wilson and um, Salah, they could take a big step this year. Yeah. They got some 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 some, per, some some foundation pieces on both sides of the ball. So, I like it. Um, Completely – I just forgot about C.J. Gardner. You know, maybe he a, a, a true lockdown corner. It seems like it. Um, what's his name? Jalen Johnson, Jermaine Johnson, whoever. JJ Johnson. Uh, you got him. You know, like I said, second year quarterback. You got uh this new rookie wide out. Um, hopefully the rest of his guys come back healthy. They should be healthy. The rest of his targets. So we could see. I, I I could see five or six anywhere between four and six. Four and six. Yeah, for sure. Um, six at the most. 
maybe four being the uh, lowest. So, uh, but they definitely come in last. Definitely not a playoff team. And uh, I think they hope a successful season for them is just getting better. You know, you was pretty much already at ground zero. So as long as they show improvement, get better, they'll they'll be on their way. Uh, depending on the the uh, adjustments that they make in these next one or two years, as far as the draft and free agency and all that. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Robert Sala to succeed. And yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, even if they do go four in 13, I just want to see how close those losses are. You know, if they can lose some games by one possession and only losing by a field goal or, or a touchdown or so, um, that'll show a lot because obviously they got blown out a lot last year. So uh, we'll see how they do. You know, I, I want that, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at is how they perform in, in these games. And they had some close games at the end of the season last year that they couldn't pull out. You know, they lost to Tampa Bay on that last play that Tom Brady um, hit his man for a touchdown with, like, zero seconds left, basically. So they, they have potential. They have potential. But, yeah, so we have – we have actually agreed on the division. So we got Buffalo winning it, Miami second, Patriots third, and then the – Jets finishing up in last. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today. Stay tuned next week. We'll break down these finals. We'll have a couple games under our belt, maybe one or two, I forget. And then we'll, uh, who should we break down? The A or NFC South. Let's do the South. I got some uh, Saints takes uh, I want to give. All right. So then, yeah, we'll give our NFC South predictions next week as well. Enjoy the Memorial Day and have a good one. Memorial Day. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.